What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Locked On Pirates podcast. I am, of course, your host, who does the most, Ethan Smith. Welcome back to that Locked On Pirates podcast, everybody. I hope you guys all enjoyed the O'Neill Cruz episode from yesterday with Lindsey Crosby. I hope you guys all enjoyed the episode with Connor Thomas on Tuesday as we previewed the World Series, which is starting tomorrow in Houston. On tomorrow's episode, we're going to be talking about the outfield a little bit uh, ahead of the World Series, as well as my predictions for Game 1 of the World Series, so be ready for that. On today's episode, though, we're covering Key Brian Hayes, the guy who got the big extension at the beginning of this year. We're going to talk about his 2022 season, take a look at his baseball reference and his stat cast page, kind of give my thoughts on what was really an up-and-down year for Key Brian Hayes, despite the fact that with the extension, he's going to be here for quite some time. Also, why that extension should be a reason the Pirates should continue to build the team in that way and in that direction, as I talked about yesterday a little bit. And other than that, we're going to get into some other things as well with Brian Reynolds being up for a Silver Slugger Award in the National League. With that said, guys, my name is Ethan Smith of the Locked On Pirates Podcast. Thank you for uh, making me your first listen of the day, even if it's in the afternoon, every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where we are still pumping out episodes in the offseason talking about this wonderful Pittsburgh Pirates team. And enough of the intro. Play that intro music, and let's get into today's episode, everybody. You are Locked On Pirates. Your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome back to that Pittsburgh Pirates podcast, everybody. As mentioned earlier, make sure you follow me on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked on Pirates for all of your news on the Pittsburgh Pirates, as well as up to date analysis and when episodes drop on YouTube, Spotify, Odyssey, Google Play or wherever you get your podcast. It is Thursday, October 27th. The days are dwindling down of my age 23 year. I will be 24 this Sunday. So it's going to be a fun time. We're going to have Gary Morgan on next week as well on Monday on Halloween. So that's going to be a fun episode as well. But on today's episode, as mentioned before, we are talking about Key Brian Hayes. And Key Brian Hayes, at the beginning of the year, it was awesome to see him get that extension that he rightfully deserved, I felt, after a 2021 that saw him get injured in the second game against the Chicago Cubs, but he came back and played well. Of course, he burst onto the scene in 2020 with his bat and his defense. He's up for a gold glove award this year, which I think rightfully so he should win, but we will see because I hate the fact that they take offense into account for a defensive award, which is why I still think it's going to be given to Nolan Arenado in the National League. Key Brian Hayes had a phenomenal year. Uh, for all intents and purposes on the defensive side of things. He did have those hiccups every once in a while, but even the best defenders in all of baseball all have their hiccups every once in a while. And it's just something that you have to kind of live with, even if the guy, as mentioned earlier, is a guy like Key Brian Hayes, who literally led all of baseball in defensive run save this year. The guy was electric at times over there at third base. He was keeping the Pirates in games they had no business being in with some of his stops over at third base. 
He's really helped O'Neill Cruz a little bit in the defensive department. Rodolfo Castro would slide in over there a little bit at third base to be of assistance when Hayes was on the injured list at times this year. And we're going to take a look at his stack, his baseball reference page first, which is going to cover my mouth a little bit. But yes, this is still me talking. And you look at his career thus far, which is been a little bit limited by injury and also small stints on the IL as well as just some stints where he just did not look great hitting the baseball. But at the end of the day, you're looking at a guy who's a career 8.5 war guy. He had a 4.3 war this year, which is something you will always take on a team like the Pittsburgh Pirates, who struggled mightily uh, this season again with 100 losses. 244 average, you kind of look at that at first and you're like, okay, this could be a ton better than it should be. The home runs is where I think he sh- I would like him to improve a little bit more. Of course, if you watched a lot of the season this year, he was struggling a lot with getting the ball over the fence, even when he would get ridiculously good contact. And we'll get a little bit into that a little bit more in the StatCast page. To- around that 245 to 250 range in the batting average department is not bad for Key Brian Hayes whatsoever because you knew already with the extension that he signed, eight years, $70 million, you were paying for the glove. And basically, if the bat comes along with it, that's a cherry on top to what kind of player he already is. And Key Brian Hayes, again, I already own his jersey. He's going to be here for a very long time. The Pirates felt that way. They extended him right off the rip. And I think it was warranted because then we take a look at his career uh, stats, 261 batting average, 326 on base percentage, 386 slugging, and a 712 OPS. If he can be in the department of 250 to 260 year in and year out with an almost 400 slugging percentage with the defense that he brings at the hot corner, that extension is going to be so, so, so big. For this Pittsburgh Pirates team, it really is. And then, of course, you see the OPS plus 87 this year, 97 over the course of his career. Again, he's had better years, but let's also keep in mind of ourselves that when we first saw Key Brian Hayes in the truncated 2020 year, he didn't play that much because there weren't enough games to play that much. In 2021, he gets hurt in the second game of the season against the Chicago Cubs. Doesn't come back until the middle of the year around June or July. So he only got a couple months there. And then even this year. He was on and off the injured list a lot. He was dealing with a nagging back injury. He had a couple of other injuries, like with the wrist and stuff like that. I think that's one of the bigger concerns uh, surrounding Key Brian Hayes at this current juncture is the fact that he does have an injury history that is piling up pretty quickly. But at the flip side of things, when this team does start contending, that contract is going to be very team friendly. Eight years, $70 million, especially for a team like this Pittsburgh Pirates team, that seems expensive, but it's really not. I mean, you're looking at an AAV around $9 million a year. I believe it drops as the years go by. Uh, I forget how the uh, structure of the contract was made, but I know it's not the same every year. But you also still have to understand that with the way the Pirates operated this year, you wanted to see something more out of Key Brian Hayes. You really did. And with this batting average total here that I'm going to now take off the screen, I still think you have to be okay with the fact that he hit 244 this year. I think the main gripe was the fact that he wasn't hitting the home run ball like we know he can. He does have the power potential to be a 20 home run guy. And the RBIs weren't really there either. Of course, he was batting leadoff for a big portion of the year to begin the year. Then he slid down the lineup a little bit, and you started to see some adjustments there. And I actually kind of liked him uh, down farther in the lineup, and I thought that his place in the lineup 
was a lot better farther down the order. Because again, the first thing that you think about with Key Brian Hayes when it comes to him is not his defense. It never is going to, or is not his, his offense. I'm sorry. It's never going to be a 300 season. Now, if he brings the same defensive intensity and hits 300 with like some crazy OPS numbers and slugging numbers, you're talking about a guy who could win the MVP in the National League. So we'll talk about him just a little bit more here, but I want to let you guys know about the wonderful people over at Roan. Roan, of course, is the sponsor of today's episode. Please strive again to go after Roan. The dress shirt was due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man, and here's why. Mobility is everything. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way, from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. Looking good is easy. It's time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle. With Roan's wrinkle release technology, wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's that easy. Odor-free tech with Gold Fusion. Anti-odor technology. You'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you can ditch the dry cleaner all together. The shirt I'm currently wearing right now is actually from Roan. I wore it to work today and it did a very good job it was a little bit hot in there we had the heat on because it was a little cold this morning in savannah we turned it up or down a little bit later on in the day but no sweat i didn't have to worry about sweat getting under here you know you see look you could even see no sweat you wouldn't even notice anyway because it's black but still roan creates some awesome dress shirts a commuter shirt can get you through any workday straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to roan. That's R-H-O-N-E.com slash locked on and use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort and upgrade your closet with roan and use code locked on to save 20% at roan.com slash locked on. Love roan over there. Those people are awesome. I love this shirt a lot, and, you know, I might be coming out for the award of Best Dressed Podcast host today because, I mean, you got the sunglasses. I got the hair out a little bit today. Got the arm tattoo, you know, got the dress shirt going on with the chain. Have to have fun with you guys. I always love um, when you guys tune into these episodes. I love the comments. I love the uh, the Twitter interactions. I love everything about everything that you guys bring to the table. And this is why I do this podcast. It's for you. I am a fan of the Pittsburgh Pirates. You're a fan of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I am a fan who does a podcast for fans, by fans. That is how it will always be and continue to stay. With that said, we were talking about Key Brian Hayes and his season. And we're going to bring up his stat cast page here, which is a loaded, loaded bag of percentile rankings and his spray chart. Because if you look at his spray chart for starters, if we're going to start there, you know that he likes to push the ball towards the um, the left center field part of the park. You can tell that just by looking at the spray chart if you're on YouTube. And you can see that there's some in there where it was just a double, just a double, just a double, just a double. Like there's a lot of doubles up in there. There's a triple in there. few more feet. You're talking about a 15 home run season for Key Brian Hayes instead of a seven or an eight home run season this year. That changes the trajectory, I think, of how we would look at this Pirates team this year. You look at the amount of singles that he got this year based off of where he was hitting the ball into the infield and the outfield. 
He, he had a couple home runs over the Clemente wall this year, which was very surprising. He's not the biggest pull hitter in the world. Looking at that spray chart is very convincing because I know if Key Brian Hayes connects with the ball, he's going to get some success. That's where we to, uh, turn to the wonderful 2022 MLB percentile rankings. Average exit velocity, 85th percentile. Max exit velocity, 89th percentile. Hard hit rate, 84th percentile. When you look at that, you have to take that into account of the fact that he was hitting the baseball hard. But barrel percentage, 13th percentile. K percentage, 44th percentile. X slugging percentage, 20th percentile. Kind of iffy. That's where you get into the part of, yeah, he's great when he does make contact with the baseball, but also, eh, you know, it, it, it gets a little frustrating when you look at that barrel rate because that's the difference between those singles or doubles and home runs. That's really the big difference here with Key Brian Hayes. So, of course, I'd love to see that barrel percentage in increase by a lot. I really would. Um, his whiff rate, though, and this is where I'm going to get into a very fun part of this, is based on balls percentage, 55, uh, 55th percentile. Whiff rate was in the 75th percentile, which means he was very, very disciplined at the plate, which I love to see this year. His chase rate was 63rd percentile. Sprint speed doesn't really speak into this, but it was a 64th percentile. That speaks volumes to me because with Andy Haynes being the hitting coach this year, we already had our frustrations with him pretty early on in the year. And we're taking a drink real quick, guys. I'm sorry. You had his frustrations this year with Andy Haynes. And I feel like you could feel it with Key Brian Hayes a little bit extra just because of the fact that there were certain pitches I know that Key Brian Hayes could do amazing things with this year that he was just staring right at because he was being patient. And, you know, it's one of those things where the Pittsburgh Pirates probably as a team, and I haven't looked at the StatCast rankings for everybody, probably didn't have a high whiff rate because they were just so patient at the plate all the time. Now, of course, we talked about O'Neill Cruz yesterday. He had a pretty high whiff rate. Um, and you can understand why they would have a pretty high whiff rate all around because of the fact that they stuck themselves in 1-1-0-2 counts like all the time. But when these boys, including Key Brian Hayes, get their barrel on the ball, they are doing something with it. Now, Key Brian Hayes, again, to mention, I really want to see more of a barrel percentage here. I want to see that percentile maybe at least get into the 30s or the 40s next year, which is very hard to do. And you did see the adjustments in Key Brian Hayes' swing this year. He had a good amount of them. It worked out for him when he was hot. When he wasn't, his defense was still there, which speaks to that 99th percentile outs above average on the StatCast rankings, which is just absolutely phenomenal. I don't even give a rat's tail about 29th percentile arm strength. I mean, yeah, you're at third base, but who who really cares if you have a 99 outs above average? If I had to put Key Brian Hayes's 2022 season into a microcosm or a review, I would say that you got what we expected from him. You didn't really get anything out of the ordinary from Key Brian Hayes this year. Of course, you would like to see the max exit velo speak a little bit more to the batting average, speak a little bit more to the RBI total, speak a little bit more to the home run total. But that's also something that just comes with time. 
if he's going to have a max exit velo above the 80th percentile and an average exit velo above the 80th percentile, that kind of stuff is just going to come naturally. It just really will. And his hard hit percentage being an 84% as well, all three of those things speak very highly into how I think 2023 is going to be kind of a breakout year for Hayes. And I, that's very weird to say because, I mean, he already broke out in 2020. He had some good moments in 2021, and he had some really good moments this year too. But I think 2023 has the potential to be the year that Key Brian Hayes takes that major step forward offensively while also keeping that same energy defensively where he's in the 90th plus percentile out above average. He's up there in the top in defensive run saved. That's the kind of thing that I think Key Brian Hayes is going to be next year. Now, when I say this, I'm not saying he's going to be that 300 hitter with like a 700 OPS. Not saying that's going to happen here or 800 OPS. I think you could see him realistically, and we're going to go back to his base, uh, baseball reference here real quick before we go back to the stack cast so you guys can take a look at it. I could see him near his career batting average and his career on base percentage. That 18 home runs is very interesting to me because I think if he stays healthy and fixes that barrel rate issue, which we'll go back to here, he has a chance to match, if not exceed that number in 2023, while also still being the defensive wizard that he is over at the hot corner. That's what I think his ceiling is in 2023. I think he could be around 265, 270, 18 to 20 home runs, going back to this again, around that same OPS and the same slugging number and the same AP, uh, OPS plus number, maybe even a little higher with the home runs. That's something that I could really see Key Brian Hayes being, but at worst at this point. Let's just sit here for a second and think of the at-worst scenario here. The real only thing that could happen, which probably won't, is that Key Brian Hayes takes a step back defensively, takes a step back offensively, and then you're like, okay, what are we doing with this extension? I just think his defense is so, 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 so good that you will never have to worry about that as a problem in his game. You're just not going to have to worry about it because he's just that talented and just that gifted defensively. He really is. And going back to the earlier point I made about the extension that he signed this year, realistically, that extension was a low risk, high reward because you didn't really overpay for Key Brian Hayes. Again, if you were to take the annual estimated value or the annual accumulated value, AAV as we know it, every single year, it'd be just below $10 million. If you're telling me over that span of eight years that Key Brian Hayes is a finalist for the Gold Glove six out of those eight years and is batting around the realm of a career 245 to 250, that's more than worth it. Look at Dansby Swanson. Look at Andrelton Simmons a few years ago in Atlanta. Look at Manny Machado. Look at Brendan Rodgers. Look at Paul DeYoung or Tyler O'Neill or one of these guys that's very gifted defensively that albeit may not be that superstar hitter in your lineup, but he's worth $9 million defensively because, again, to pull this back up, look at his freaking war this year. 4.3 war, dude. 99 outs above average. I cannot emphasize that more. There are players on this team, though, that I think should warrant that kind of extension that Key Brian Hayes got. I mentioned O'Neill Cruz yesterday in my player review with Lindsey Crosby about the idea that um, 
the Pirates should already be talking to O'Neill Cruz about an extension. And he brought up the point that maybe they want to see a little bit more out of the defensive category with him. And they could at least have the number ready. And if they see that uptick in defense, they can go ahead and put that contract up. The Pirates have to be a team based off of baseball's financial structure. They have to do what they did with Key Brian Hayes more often if they want to be successful and sustain that success. Why do I say that? Because at some point, say you let O'Neill Cruz, or even now, Key Brian Hayes, say Key Brian Hayes comes out in 2023, bats 285, 20 home runs, 90 RBIs, wins a gold glove. At that point, you're not going to be able to re-sign him. He's going to be too expensive. If he does that now, now you're looking like a genius as a front office, and Ben Charrington looks like a genius because he signed him to eight years, $70 million, and got a gold glove winner who batted 280 this year. That's the low-risk, high-reward here. So with O'Neill Cruz, Rodolfo Castro, Mitch Keller, Rowanzi Contreras, sign them to those low-risk, high-reward extensions. Give them three or four years. Buy out some of that arbitration. Extend them out a little bit. Because of what that would also do at this point is it would give the team a solidified core that people can actually look at and say, we know that Rodolfo Castro, Brian Reynolds, Key Brian Hayes, Mitch Keller, Rowanzi Contreras, that whole group is going to be there. Then you're going to supplement it with Quinn Priester, Andy Rodriguez, Leover Piguero, Nick Gonzalez, Matt Gorski, Connor Scott, maybe a guy we've already seen, like Kanan Smith and Jigba, puts himself in the mold. Maybe Jack Sawinski figures out his strikeout rate, puts himself in the mold. So I think that that key Brian Hayes extension has to be a building block for what this team wants to do for the future. Sign these guys early because the Pirates have seen it happen way too many times where these guys outlive their contracts in Pittsburgh without ever talking about an extension. And then when the time comes, when they're in a contract year or about to enter a contract year, the Pirates don't have a choice but to trade them because they cannot afford to pay them based off of what Nutting makes available for the general manager to use. And that's why I like the idea of going out in free agency and improving this team and doing good things with it. But also there's a hesitancy there because they need to make sure that they sign internally first. Lock up those guys like you locked up Key Brian Hayes. Lock and key. That's what I said. As soon as you got that extension, lock and key. Why? Because now, as a Pirates fan, you know I can comfortably, as of right now, go buy a Key Brian Hayes jersey with the intent that he will most likely be here for the next half decade. Not too many rebuilding teams can say that about a lot of players they have on their roster. Go out and do it with Mitch Keller who had a career year. Go out there and do it with Rowanzi. You already know Rowanzi's only going to continue to get better. Maybe Luis Ortiz comes out of the woodwork and continues to be good. Do it with him. Because you know who's a team right now that you could use as the perfect example for this? The Atlanta Braves. They saw how good Austin Riley was. Extension. Ozzy Albies. Extension. Dansby Swanson. Extension. Ronald Acuna. Extension. Spencer Strider. Extension in his rookie year. Because they saw how important it is to keep those guys around on cheap deals so that you could build the team around them and use them as building blocks and a core to be a sustained winner. 
And I think he, Brian Hayes, is the perfect example of that for this Pirates team. And I think that's how they need to operate moving forward. I'm excited for 2023, Key Brian Hayes, and I want to know about your excitement as well. Make sure you talk about today's episode on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked On Pirates. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, as you always do. Make sure you go check out Locked On Sports today. Of course, as mentioned yesterday, Connor Thomas and H-Town Wheelhouse of Locked On Phillies and Locked On Astros were on the last couple of days to preview the World Series. So make sure you go check that out if you want your baseball fix of sorts before the World Series starts tomorrow. With that said, guys, I will be back tomorrow talking about the outfield and Brian Reynolds potentially being a Silver Slugger Award finalist after what appeared to be a down year for him. We're going to talk about all of that and more tomorrow on the Locked on Pirates podcast. But with that said, guys, see you on the flip side.